Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Fearless Ones podcast. My name is Matt Hamm, co-host along with Kevin Adams, and we have a power-packed episode for you today. I don't know if you're in the car or the gym, but if you can grab a pen and pad to join you on today's episode, I think it would benefit you greatly. Uh, We are continuing this theme of living for impact instead of simply living for comfort, kind of how do we begin to step into the mission that our life was made for versus simply trying to preserve some of the things that we have. And so it's super challenging, but there's a lot of teaching points that Kevin pours out today. But on the second part of the show today, we really break down the mission of our nonprofit, which is the Life Center, as well as the mission for our business, which is the Fearless Trading Company. A lot of folks ask the question, how do you guys actually do this? What do you actually do? How does a business and a nonprofit work together for the kingdom? And today we really go through a lot of the initiatives that we are actively engaged in, how we are changing and transforming the lives of those around us in our community, both through our um, focused benevolence ministry uh, with some of our programs, as well as our initiatives of personal development and launching businesses. So A lot on today's broadcast. Really hope you guys will take the time. And as always, if you want to connect with us, you can do so. Info at uprint.life. Enjoy today's show. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Fearless Ones podcast, where our mission is to unite fearless people, stand against evil, and lead a fearless generation. Matt Hamm and Kevin Adams coming to you today. Kevo, man, what's happening? Happy Friday. You are happening, and uh, the sun came up, and uh, all is well, man. Beautiful. I, I've got, I've got like, uh, I feel like I'm coming back alive. <laughs> I don't know if it's springtime <laughs> or, or whatever. It's like I'm starting to feel yeah. alive again, you know? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, there's a little pollen out there, and, uh, and but man, boy, when that sun comes out, and I love the rain to wash that pollen away, but man, I'm with you. It's, when that sun's out, oh, it's just something about it. So yeah, man. we're we're meant to we're meant to enjoy that. So absolutely, good, man, good, absolutely. Good medicine. Well, appreciate uh, everybody who's tuning in here. Um, as many of you know, uh, recently we have transitioned our podcast, "Wake Up Our Faith," to the Fearless Ones podcast. Uh, We've had four or five episodes now. The response, Kevin's been awesome. So to everybody who is watching the show, uh, either on YouTube or on Rumble or listening to the show on iTunes or Spotify, any of those other podcasting environments, thank you guys so much. I mean, we love hearing from our regular listeners, folks who jump on live with us or commenting, and it's just a great environment. And uh, we're excited. I mean, you know, we're kind of leading the charge uh, for a fearless generation. Kevin, I know we've talked about this recently lions are everywhere man we're like seeing lions people are having visions of lions god's confirming so much in our spirit uh, about that season so this is the the season mm-hmm. to roar and uh man I, i'm yeah I'm... <laughs> yeah that's good well uh you know and and don't forget if you haven't signed up for truth social please do yeah because we're really going to start moving our our emphasis there you know everybody's getting on or, you know, and it's still bare bones and all that, but think long-term, uh, please, please, please. It, it, it is the future and, um, of social media and where you are not censored, where there's not bots. I mean, they, these guys are working really hard on this and they're good folks. So, and I'm not here to promote that, but that's, we're going to put most of our emphasis there and it's going to be more and more 
in that direction. So just to say it, you know, just like we have with Rumble and some of the other ones that, that yeah. aren't freaking communist. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. It's so funny now. It's like it's like it's the picture is so clear. Like I told a buddy the other day, people who don't see it now just don't want to see it. It, it is. Yeah. Uh, and right. we even. We even talked about this a number of episodes ago because there's this great analogy that CSU has used about an ostrich sticking his head in the sand. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so many people, it's just easier to stick your head in the sand than actually face the truth or to seek the truth. It's the ask, seek, right. knock part of Christianity. Right. Um, <laughs> we don't want to ask, seek, or knock. We just want to be fed, you know, spoon-fed mashed peas, right? Just give me some yeah. more smashed peas. I'll never forget. We'll never live this down, dude, when you and I first started. <laughs> I'm sorry. When you and I first started doing this, you know, I'm still soft and, and wanting to appease culture. And, you know, I'm telling you, Kevin, man, we need to smash peas. And you're like, we're not smashing peas. Well, I think that, uh, you know, it, it's OK if, you, if you're moving forward. You know, you, we got to go from milk to meat. But uh, so there's always a starting point. But the challenge is where you grow. You know, you, you can't grow your muscles by sitting in a chair and looking at the weights. You got to use them. So, boy, it isn't fun sometimes. But afterwards, man, you feel great. You mean I can't just stare at my Bible and it, put it on my bedstand and actually grow in Christ? <laughs> You're right. Yeah, you, that, you cannot. I, I've tried and it doesn't work. <clears throat> um, uh well, so today's title is, uh, it, it's keeping in a theme. We've been working on a theme since we started Fearless Ones or, or launched it or renamed our old podcast, this. Um, and, and we're doing that to stay ahead of the, the curve. Um, I always feel like God, for whatever reason, gives me a little bit of a head start. And um, I, I just want to honor that. So, you know, right now where people are all waking up and waking up and waking up, we're glad. We're, we're glad more and more people are using that terminology and that theme. Uh, we feel like we've done that. Now we're, we're teaching people how to be fearless because it's time for you to step into you. Yeah. And um, and so so I think we're ahead of the game as well. Um, and uh, we got a lot of good things on the way. But our title in that series, Comforter Impact Series, is called today. It's called Are You Living Your Life as a Mission or as an Ongoing Act of Self-Preservation? Now, anybody I've work with has probably heard this in the last few weeks because it's been something God's really put on my heart to help people. Um, so it's a great discipleship question, but, uh, but it, the challenge is for people to actually look at it um, for themselves. And, but, it, but it's one that if you can just step into it, you, you'll, it'll start setting you free from fear. And um, that's really what we're after is to, you know, un- unhook the tools of the enemy and fear is the chief tool. So yeah. that's why the title is what it is. Well, just to say this to our audience too, for those who listen regularly, you understand, as Kevin just said, we are in a themed kind of series, like the 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 Spirit's kind of leading us to have a consistent and ongoing trajectory as we build upon, you know, some things we've been talking about in the past. And this started a few weeks ago with our episode that says, um, you know, are you living for impact or for comfort? Is your life built for impact or for comfort? And then on top of that, we started talking about what can you offer the world that no one else can? 
And then last week was God's intention, or excuse me, before that was God's intention is your permission. And then last week, um, you know, is your life uh, one that is conforming to the world or are lives being transformed because of it? So um, th- this is kind of like you said, Kevin, I just want to encourage yeah. maybe somebody who catches today's you know, episode, go back because these episodes are really a greater construct of a larger idea and concept that's very powerful. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. That's right. And and we we try to do that. You know, this whole thing it it has to be organized and organic. And uh, I think <laughs> I tend to lean more toward the organic side, but uh, <laughs> trying to put a little organized uh, organized to it. But yeah, it's definitely got a theme, and and uh, I firmly believe that that theme is is coming from God. And uh, you know, so uh, we we're we're honoring that, but. So I want to talk about this idea, this question, um, and, uh, you know, what's, what does it mean? Where's the starting point? Where does it go? And we will recap some of the things, you know, and even like, you know, what's going on in the world and that kind of stuff. And we want to end up uh, also helping people have a, you know, kind of a refreshed view of, of our, our, uh, life center core principles, um, you know, our mission is simpler than that, but, but they, they expand into what, what are our major initiatives? Where, where does a dollar go when it comes in and how does it end up helping people? So we don't have to do all that today, but we do want to start talking about that and helping people understand it. One other thing I wanted to say before we get into it is we have made an investment into uh, some, some animation software so, you know, for our, our people who contribute and, and, and are part of this, uh, we are uh, we, we're taking steps and, and repurposing some of our monthly budget toward building educational animation videos, kind of like PragerU does, if you have seen those. But um, these are going to be a little different, but we're going to be working on that. And we're also going to give have them as tools for people to understand, you know, when you buy a bag of fearless coffee, what happens with it? Yeah. And, and, uh, or whatever you, you purchase gift boxes or whatever. So. I think it's important for us to say that this, because of course our regular audience, our community listens to this podcast and this is a great connection point for people who want to jump into the community and get plugged in. And so letting them know that there is a uh, multifaceted movement that is happening right now where people's lives are being transformed and changed and it's happening outside of the walls and context of, of institutions and traditional mechanisms and means. And so I'm, I'm, that's, that's awesome that you said that man, just to let people know that there's a lot of stuff that's happening and certainly anybody who wants to learn more can reach out, but I'm glad we're going to speak to that a little bit today. Um, So, you know, Kevin, the, the, the show's title is we want to dive in here is you said, you know, are you living your life as a mission or as an ongoing act of self-preservation? Yeah. Yeah. Well, just that question alone, if you, if, if you just sit with it, you know, quietly uh, for a while, I think everybody should take a minute and do that. Um, but uh but just to just to dive into you know a little deeper into to the meaning, I just made a a few points. I think we're both kind of a little tired, but uh, happy tired today, so we we can uh, keep this simple and sweet. Um, but uh, 
you know, we used some some really good bullet pointed scriptures uh, recently that that kind of show it's just one level of very simply showing who made you, why um, no one can take it away. And uh, why, I mean, why are you here? No one can take it away. Nothing can take it away. And then God provides, he puts you before the right people. So all of that's laid out already. If you go back and listen to some other episodes. So from that point on, what, what do you, you know, where do you go with that? Well, I think, you have to look at um, yourself. Maybe, maybe another way to put it is you, you are the custodian of this gift that God has given you. And, you know, and, and when I say gift, I, I mean, it's, it's a combination of things. It doesn't mean like, uh, you know, I'm really good at uh, whittling or something or, or singing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it means you have a why the combination of gifts skills talents all these different things that make up you and that's what's unique about you there's plenty of people who are great at playing the guitar but if you can play the guitar and write a song and you know do the business part or whatever that that is there's a combination of things that make you up that that takes you out of being competitive with people and it, it leads you more toward being creative so think about this. If you're, if you're being competitive with your gift, then you're probably not being a good custodian. Mm. But if you're being creative with it, then, then now, mm. now you're, you're actually doing the thing God wants you to do. And, and it gives you uniqueness. But, but it, it's, it's this again, this is built on those four verses that, you know, or, or not verses, but passages that we've talked about recently. So. Are you a good custodian of your gift? You are a custodian either way, but are you a good custodian mm-hmm. of it? You know, Kevin, as you're saying this, it's really reminding me of the um, the parable of the minus. Um, and 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 again, I've used that yeah. um, teaching at Faith sure. and Business um, to really challenge people to think about because um, one of the translations of what uh, Jesus uses when he's teaching that. Is is a word called pragmatuamai, which means engage in business. So the master gave the mina to, and he tells them engage in business. Yeah. And you know, for people in Christianity, they don't like crossing those paths, those pathways. They go, right. "Well, this is my faith, and this is my right." And so, what you're essentially saying <laughs> is, is you're a custodian, you're a steward of the talent or mina he's given you. And are you leveraging it from this place of as as your mission, right? Or are you hoarding it from the place of preservation? And we all know how that parable turns out. So I don't know if you're going there or not. I don't want to steal the the pathway, no. but that's what's that's what's in my heart right now as you're talking about this. Yeah, no, I actually wasn't, but that's I think that's a great uh, addition, and uh, and it's right on track, you know, in that in that scripture. So <laughs> that's our. That's our baseline, right? Uh, so no, that's that's fantastic, and uh, you know, always go go and study that, um, and and you'll see confirmation of this. Um, so so being a, a custodian, you can't deny that you are one. You have a moment. You're here by intention, not two hundred years ago, not two hundred years now. You're here right now. So what do you do with that? And so the title goes back to. Well, uh, 
that means, you know, God has intention. That means my life should be the mission that he set me on. That means the circumstances are, are already set. It's not, it, we're not, God isn't surprised by this. He's mm. not thrown off by this. If you have a bad day, it doesn't surprise him. And we don't slip his mind. Mm. So we got to get past all those fearful ideas where we're begging him and, you know, just, worry and all that's none of that stuff is from god I'm not, I'm not talking about making genuine petition when you're in pain i'm just talking about this idea that you got to carry this stuff around on your back with you that's not from god at mm-hmm. all ever so start there and ask yourself are these thoughts are the ways i'm thinking are the ways i'm acting are these are, am i being a good custodian or not and, and it's a simple question, but, mm-hmm. but stop and really ask yourself that. Okay. So if you're not, and I, you know, my paper, you know, me, I love these charts and <laughs> I, I don't know how to tell, tell it the way I see it, but <laughs> it, it's like, uh, if you're not, then, you know, we go back to last, I think it was our last show, but then your faith begins to do what it begins to conform mm-hmm. to the world patterns of the world. Yeah. Or if you are being a good custodian, it starts to uh, transform the lives around you. Yeah. So if you want to know if you're being a good custodian of your gift, then you got to ask that question. So that's the next question, right? Which we've already talked about, but that's where it, the origin of it is. Yeah. Kevin, something I'm thinking about right now is for someone who maybe is listening to this um or, or they're in a moment in their life where they recognize that they haven't been a good custodian, you know? Mm-hmm. So the moment of awakening, which we've talked about, wake up, like that's happening right. over and over right. again. That moment is dizzying for people. You've talked about the dizzy steps that you have to take. When right. people wake up and go, oh my goodness, like I, I've missed it, right? I was misled. Yeah. I misunderstood. Um I didn't, I'm not, I'm not getting it. I think that mm-hmm. moment can create a moment of shame for people where they feel ashamed because they haven't been living that way. And so it's like it, once the enemy can't stop them from being awakened, then uh-huh. he can attack them with shame. I just wanted you to speak to that yeah. specific okay. thing for somebody who, who maybe doesn't understand the grace of God. They don't understand the nature of God because they didn't have a good father. They've grown up in a religious kind of institutional mindset. It's been about behavior. It's been about, you got to carry this. You got to, you know, suck it up and get it done. What would you say to somebody who's kind of starting to wake up, but feels a, a bit ashamed and, and how they can understand grace to get beyond the moment? Yeah, well, Here's the thing, right? Uh, it, it, if you think about Jesus, and and you, it, all you got to do is just go and look at the first thing he said to anybody, uh, in, anyone that wasn't uh, his opposition, right? Jesus was against arrogance. Uh, he wasn't uh, so worried about bad behavior. Mm. You know, he's not so concerned about bad behavior, but people seem to be. Um, he was concerned about people's hearts and whether their hearts were willing or not. So you can look at uh, the prostitutes or Zacchaeus or whoever you want and, and look at how he handled people. There's no shame in that. 
Mm. He did not shame them. Yeah. Right. That's good. So, so, so if you want to just think about that and, and, and just waking up isn't a failure. It's just God's timing. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people, you know, our whole goal for, for, from fearless and life center is, is generational change. We yeah. want 10 year olds, you know, generation from now, we want 10 year olds to be talking like this and know who they are and to have that mm-hmm. power of God in them. Yeah. And it, it, it's coming unless we don't do what we're doing. Right. I, I love, I just want to add uh, to really yeah. emphasize that point you made. Um, you know, think about how Jesus responded to people. Jesus never shamed anyone. And so when you right. see Christian culture shaming people for behavior, that is actually not Jesus. It's right. not, it's not. And so we've, we've been indoctrinated into a Christian culture that has used shamed and guilt and fear, which is not what Jesus used at all. And so I think somebody just needs to, to really let that sink into your heart that if you are, right. you know, being shamed or guilted or feared, that is not God. And so you have the authority to stand against it. That's right. Now, now, just to, to add a little caveat into there, if you've got an unwilling heart and a religious spirit and, and it's coming from arrogance and, and, and it goes off in a weird, weird place yeah. and it becomes counterfeit. And that's what's going on in the world, right? All this mm-hmm. counterfeit garbage uh, where people can't see it. Uh, it's deception. Um, all this is in scripture, but, you know, just to kind of keep it simple. Uh, that's where you get the firmness of Jesus. That's where you get the bullwhip. That's where you get the tables being turned over, um, you know, multiple times he did this. So what that is, is not shame. That is uh, bringing truth. Yeah. And, and, and you want that. So, so, but when you have awakened, that was the question, uh, or begun to awaken and you feel guilty about your past, um, you shouldn't. Yeah, um, that it, that's not repentance or mm. humility. Mm. Real humility recognizes that we we sh- we deserve to pay the price, but we can't. So we got to start getting joyful and get on with the day because the enemy doesn't isn't. A, what does the guilt and shame do? Well, you know, I'm, I'm talking a lot about it now, but uh, it, it it keeps you from being productive from Mm. heaven into the earth it keeps you from being productive so your fight is not to fight the devil your fight is to say you know i see you but i'm going this way Mm. and whoever is going to come let's go because i got work to do that is what honors god not oh you know i'm on a donkey and i'm begging for bread and i'm so pitiful and well, you know, uh, here's my answer to that. Hell yeah, we all are. All right, what's next? <laughs> Let's get up and go. You know, Let's Rocky go. lost to Apollo in round in the first movie. If he'd have just stayed with that, what did he just been a, a you know a, a bouncer or whatever? Yeah, you know, a guy who, you know, what do they call it? A I can't remember the name of it. He like collected on money, yeah. right? He's like yeah. a mercenary almost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he. He didn't. He went on to become world champion because he recognized oh, that's good. Um, to, to get up and that's keep good. going. And, and you know, sure. it, uh, it's just it's such a beautiful uh, allegory yeah. of what it what, what it's like to be a Christian. You keep getting back up. You keep going. That's our fight. Not, oh, no, or 
I got to get beat up and punished. Or, or that it's trying to punish you. Or that it's noble to always be the loser. Like there's this <laughs> yeah. weird thing in Christianity. It's like, oh, right. just kick my teeth in and just let me get right. beat up. And I'm just going to be laying in a pool of my yeah. own snot, you know, because yeah. I'm, no, yeah. no, yeah. get up and go, man. Come on. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, Jesus, it, it, we need to be like Jesus to people. So, so what it means is when we go out, we need to be the good news. It doesn't mean we're saying we're Jesus. It means we're saying we're his hand and feet. We're going to act like Jesus to people. Yeah, That's what he's after. And if you get pulled off track because you're not filled with joy and satisfied with your gifts and pouring out from a place of hunger instead of somebody's will or habit, you can't sustain it. So, so all the guilt and shame, that's not from God. There's no, there's no place for that. You know, but if you're being arrogant and nasty and, and you know, it, you're in a religious bondage. Mm. Yeah, man, he'll, he'll knock you around and knock you out of it. But he's doing that even because he loves you. And if you don't get it, then, yeah, you're you're in trouble. But yeah, yeah. that's it, not know, what we're talking about. Yeah, well, it's, it's interesting, too. Like, um, you know, you use this. Um, gosh, you use an analogy, a picture. It's probably been a year ago, man. And it was about a room with no windows. I, I think this is the way you phrased it. You know, mm-hmm. a room with no windows, um, and, you know, and again, I can't specifically under, remember sure. exactly what you said, but the concept was is so many people don't understand that the door is wide open, you know? And Yeah, well, well, there's no door. It, it, so, so the, and I'll, I'll be quick about it, but I just want to clarify, yeah, you do. Finish, finish your thought, but the, the idea is, and it's just a mentoring tool that God's given me, uh, but it's, it, it <laughs> I, I keep it close because new people, it's good to get that fresh answer. But the idea is, you know, if you're in a room, um, um, you know, there's no, uh, I forget how it goes exactly. I'm tired, but there's no door. So what people think immediately is because people go to a fear, logic, reasonable mindset, which is, you know, not a faith-based, a spirit-filled mindset. It's, it's humanism. And we're, we're locked into that unless the spirit's leading us. But what it means is that if you say there's no door, you're in a room in a chair and you're blindfolded, but there's no door. What people immediately think is there's just four walls. You're locked in, mm-hmm. it, but there's literally no door on the door frame. Yes. So I've never, I don't think I've maybe one person out of, I don't know, a hundred people I've shared that with has actually said, Oh, there's no door. I can get it and walk out. Yes. There's no door. They think there's no doorway. You see, it's uh, perception. Yeah, absolutely. And to, to that end, uh, yesterday I was speaking with somebody and the picture <clears throat> the Lord gave me is them sitting in a prison cell, but the prison cell door was wide open and yeah. they're staying in the cell. And, and so similar concept, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was kind of funny. Yeah. The Lord reminded me of that. Um, yeah. that you had shared. And, and again, I'm speaking to this idea of guilt or shame. Like Mm -hmm. get over the reality. If you're waking up, if you're feeling God's call on your life, like the price is paid, it is finished, you know, walk out of the room. Like it's time to get out of the room and stop living in this mindset of shame or fear or I can't or I won't. And, And that goes back to the title preservation is more about like, okay, well, this is just what I have. So I'm just going to hang on to this instead yeah. of saying, no, I've got to get busy with it and, and get going. Yeah. What does it mean to, to preserve? Uh, it means 
your 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 own willpower you're using that to protect it, it all comes down to loss you know it's either losing the the opinions of people losing your health or or whatever you know being afraid of sickness or losing your uh, uh economic standard some type of income or whatever business whether you're you know got plenty or or nothing it, it these are those three kind of fears but what happens is each one of them is attached to self-preservation. Mm. So the, the way you win is you let go. You let go of that. You let go of your life. And that's scripture. Lose your life. You find it, right? Mm-hmm. This is all scripture. So people don't know how to do that. So what they do is they, they call it wisdom. They call worry wisdom. Mm. Well, you got to have insurance. You got to do this. And you got to take care of yourself. You got to you know, can't eat too much meat and got to it. Let's, let's get real simple here. What did Peter have any of that stuff? Uh, uh-uh. the heroes in scripture, did they have any of that? Uh, uh-uh. so are, do we want to be more like them or more like the people we see around us who are famous or rich or, you know, profound? I don't, I want to be more like Paul or Peter. I want to yeah. be more like Daniel or Noah or Esther. And to me, that's our standard. Well, people don't like that. What they want to do is just put, you know, kitschy pictures of people in masks on their website and pray for you, stand with Ukraine. They don't even know what the hell's going on in Ukraine. God's cleaning house over there. He's removing the enemy. But people don't understand that because they're not living out of here. They're living here and they're just following the stupid narrative, which is part of that antichrist counterfeit spirit. People can't see it. So, you know, I'm, I don't mean to preach, but but it's not about wallowing in shame and guilt. It's about saying, wait a minute, God put me here. You got a playing field. You got plays to run. If you got if you got an injured leg, you still got to go play. If you if there's sand spurs and holes in the field, you still got to go play. So you can't do that when you're in a place of depression shame, guilt, fear, all that is not from God, period. There's no argument here. But if you think that and you spend more time on that, then you're not, then you're conforming rather than transforming. Mm. It's the most satisfying thing a person can do is let the spirit of the living God work through them for into the lives of people. And it honors God and it pleases him and it, it serves mankind in his name. And we get to be satisfied. There's nothing like it. And God covers you when you do that. So so the, the enemy's job is to get you off of that, to make you conform to the world instead of transform the lives of other people. Yeah, so that's that's the that's the dividing line. So so double checking that. Every day, just spend some time with 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 God, and just take a minute and, and you know think about just you and Him for a few minutes every day. It's just you and me, Papa. You know where are we going today? What's going on? Search my heart, find these things, and I'm ready to go. No matter yeah. if I got breath in my lungs or a dollar in the bank, it doesn't matter. I'm here for you, Lord. Yeah. How many people get up and do that every day? No. What most people do is they go, Oh no. What about this? Oh no. This is going away. Oh no! What if I what if I lose? Yeah. Kill yourself. 
Yeah. Or I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I can't, I can't, yeah. I can't, you know, it's just this constant yeah. narrative in our head of not, not slowing down. Right. Um, so, so one of the things that, and you may want to make this distinction, but I wanted to point it out is, is you talk about living your life as a mission, uh-huh. uh, not on a mission. And this is a previous show that we've done before, but right. I like that distinction a lot because I think a lot of times we get into a mindset potentially of going, okay, I'm on mission. I'm on mission. I'm on mission. And it becomes a, almost a habit. It's this thing that you just have to do, have to do, have to do instead of this thing that you are. So, right. so seeing yourself as the mission, right. That it's like, God, you are the secret agent that the Lord has deposited into enemy territory. And only you can bring the Intel and the strategy that you can bring into that environment. Exactly. Yeah. God gives you the gift and, and but he gives you the inability to use it without him and mm. the dream, the purpose, the gift, whatever, whatever you want to plug in the vision. And all these things are different, but they all are beautiful and work together. But we, we've got to work in the right direction. We're not here to get more dirt into heaven. <laughs> we're mm. here to get more heaven into earth. And in, and we're here to get more, uh, more Holy Spirit or more church, if you will. I don't like the word church too much, but uh, to, to get into people rather than trying to get people into church buildings. Yeah, amen. So... So all of that starts with your your posture, your position, your perspective, all, all of that. You've got to understand every day becomes more valuable than the day before because there are fewer of them. Mm. So when you when you get up every day, it, it behooves you more and more to get closer to God, to, to press in. Mm. Knowing he'll do the he'll he'll bring the victory. You just have to step in with a willing heart. And, um, you know, so there's so much to this, but, but, you know, in trying to keep it quick and simple, uh, if you look at, you know, when you start thinking about, am I transforming the lives around me? Well, I feel, you know, I said it last week and, you know, some people may go, that guy's arrogant. I don't care, you know, whatever. (laughs) But I know for sure that my life is transforming the lives around me. Absolutely. Mm. And But it's God doing it. I, you know, I'm not looking for credit. I'm, I get to be a part of it. It separates me. It sets me apart and makes me a unique individual. But it's yeah. why God made me. So I, I'm, I'm satisfied. It, it, but everybody can be. Yeah. You know, does it mean that there's, I want so much more. You know, there's things I personally want. But I'm waiting for the long haul. God's going to do everything. So but this is the great work you were put here for to transform the lives of people, to honor God, to help people be free, to set them free. That's what Jesus paid for, not just heaven and eternity, but so that we could get on in that freedom. So as you're thinking about, you know, is your life transforming it? Take a minute, you know, jot down, you know, where is this happening? And it, you can, it can be in your own family, but it doesn't need to stop there. Sure. You know, you're here for for people, not just your family. Your kids are going to grow up and and leave you uh, in a good way. Uh, and, you know, hopefully in your marriage or what have you or, or whatever you have. But, you know, that's not the end all. Uh, there's yeah. no marriage in heaven. So your partner is a wonderful thing in life. And what a blessing. But, but you're here for 
the people that God put you here for. And that extends well beyond your personal family. Yeah. It's your blood, your blood bought family. You know, Kev, as you're, if you're talking about this, um, so last night, and, we, and I'm, again, we've used so many references. I mean, we've been we've been doing this for six years, and so they come back yeah. around from time to time. Sure. Um, but I was I was watching with my oldest son Matthew. We were watching Forrest Gump, and you know, again, this isn't about Hollywood or or the movie. It's, it's just about right. the idea, right? It's a great story. Yeah. You know, I, I love the thing I loved, and the thing that resonated with me last night is the lives that Forrest Gump impacted that he had no idea that he actually impacted. Right. Yeah. And you think yeah. about Bubba, you know, the, the, the black fellow that he was at Vietnam yeah. with, you know, think about how he impacted Bubba's generational family because yeah. he, he kept this promise to Bubba to have the shrimp company. Think about saving Lieutenant Dan's life and Lieutenant Dan coming back later. Think about Jenny, you know, and all this kind of stuff. But then I thought about like when yeah. he's running and he, you know, wiped his face in the shirt and the guy made the have a nice day poster. Well, you know, like that to me, right. that's how God will transform the world through you. If yes. you are yielded and you have no idea the kind of impact that you are having, but it yeah. is eternal and, and you can't. And the thing about the beauty about Forrest Gump is he was so simple. He didn't need to measure it in worldly standards. You know what I mean? Yeah. He just was. That's right. Yeah. And, and that's it. And, and so, you know, it, it, it's not a uh, uh, I think in the past, one of the kind of images that, that uh, has really been profound for me is, is, you know, saying there's more Jesus and Forrest Gump and Rocky put together. Than, than almost any preacher I've ever heard or seen, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, that's being like Jesus. And so I'm glad you brought that up and it is very true. It, but what did he have? If you will, you know, without going too deep into this, he, the guy stayed joyful. His fight was to stay joyful, mm-hmm. to stay moving forward, to not be offended. Right. You see in all the stuff that we teach and the stuff that's in scripture. Yeah. It's a great allegory. It's a great picture. So mm. I, I'm glad you brought it up. And that, yeah, what a what a wonderful example. Um, you, you're not here to get. God is the one that provides for you. And he'll use people to do it, but you're here to offer. You're here to give. You're here to, to be a vessel, to pour out. And there's no pitter-pat here. Now, it, it hurts sometimes when people don't appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and, and it's hard, you know, we've poured into people, I've poured into so many people who just, mm. sometimes they just up and walk away and I, I don't understand it because they don't yeah. get the big picture, but that Jesus went through that. But, but the, yeah. so the fight is to maintain your joy, to move forward, but you have to have a sense of conviction and that is, is built. That's better than courage, but that's built on a sense of mission that God put you here. So when you actually look at discipleship, and we don't have to uber define it today, but God wants us to be who he made us to be. So discipleship, a big leg of that is understanding why God put you here. And Mm -hmm. and I've never heard anybody really, really grab hold of it the way we've got it. And it is setting people free. It takes time and a lot of hard work, But, but they're worth it because they're worth it to God. Look what he paid for them. For, for me and you and all, but others. And I think, I think that's a very, very important point for people to grab hold of because, you know, for years, discipleship has been uh, related or comparable to just more Bible knowledge. 
You know what right. I mean? Discipleship right. is just knowing the word. You know, right. can you quote the word? Can you know the books of the Bible or whatever? But right. it, it, yes, you will know the Bible the more you truly become a disciple. Uh, but that's yeah. not the, the the pathway. It's about knowing who God has made you to be. And, yes. and that is a defining characteristic. And I know we wanted to talk a little bit about our mission. I know you got some more things to say, but I think part of our mission as an organization is to truly disciple people um, into who they've been made to be. And that is what we, that is our mission, right? You say, right. you know, yeah. see your life as mission. That's truly our mission is, is to disciple people into who they were made to be and not right. try to conform them to a worldly pattern or denomination or some type of, you know, attendance structure or some type of, you know, rote Bible reading plan. This is literally about people who are willing to be transformed into who they've been made to be. And that's what we do. Walk alongside them, birthing that out. Right. Well, yeah, that, that's it. It's it's uh, it's not a book. It's a process. Um, and, and that process, you know, uh, it, it, it it all has a I'm, I'm sorry, I'm looking at my whiteboard. Uh, I can barely see it. But uh, it, it, this it it is a journey. And I mean, gosh, there's so many things we can plug in. But but it's it's a little different for everybody because everybody has different uh, things to deal with. So what it takes is it takes deep relationship. You know, it's hard for me because a lot of the people that I work with, um, they become really good friends. Um, but but there's a line there, you know, um, and, and sometimes it's hard because I, I don't have an escape from uh, I need time away. But but I always feel in my heart, I want to help. So if people ask me stuff on the weekends and stuff. I try to help. But it's a mission. You know, there's a drive behind it. There's a we must carry this out. So you got to have that in you. And I believe everybody has it in them and it has to manifest itself in a way that you were created. But to find that you've got to understand where are all the strongholds? What are all the stuff, the traumas and all Man, there's mm -hmm. a lot of it for, for most people. Yeah. So you got to work through that and get untethered from your past. And then you're free to move forward and you have to dream. Well, what do we hear? I don't like the dream. It's overwhelming. It creates a bunch of expectations. And it's like, okay, well then don't. But, uh, you know, what do you want? You know, you've got to take those baby steps. But, but anyway, none of it works without hunger, without recognizing what, what God, that he did put you here, that he yeah. made you by intention. So even if you get lost in the weeds a little bit, start getting down, you got to go all the way back to those verses. God yeah. put you here right now. What do you think he did that for? Yeah. Right. Well, I, I'm thinking again about the parable of the minus, right? When, when, when the master comes back and he says, what did you do with what I gave you? Right. Yeah. And, and again, the person can look and say, you gave this to me. Here's what I did with it for you, not mm -hmm. for myself. Right. And that's where a lot of people have done a lot of worldly things. They've been very successful. They've made a lot of right. money. But if right. you're hoarding it for yourself, if you're just trying to preserve that for your family, for the future, then you've missed the boat. You've missed the yes. point. The, the premise is it's for the kingdom of God. And that's what's right. amazing in that in that in that um, 
parable is he said, because you've been faithful with what I've given you and you've doubled what I gave you, right. I give you authority over cities. Yeah. Yeah. Like that blows my mind. Yeah, that's right. It, yeah. It, but so we've got a generation and I'm not talking about anybody we know necessarily, our good folks around us, but look at the big generation. We've got a generation of people. They are, they are fatter, dumber, and weaker and than they've ever been. Why mm. is that? It's because they've gone into a toxic system because they've conformed to it. And it's, you know, Bible talks about 120 years for a normal lifespan. Well, what's, mm. what's up with that, right? Well, the Bible's wrong. Well, I don't, I think it's right. I think we've just followed man. And when we do, we get, we, we get slowly pulled off course and we worry about the climate and all this crap that isn't even, I mean, it's stupid. I'm not calling people stupid. Some of them are. <laughs> I'm, call, I'm saying. You call them fat and dumb already, so might as well. Well, they are. No, they I, are. no I'm not I'm saying laughingly. You know, it's, what is that old cartoon? Wally. Remember that thing? It would be yeah. they're up there. Oh, you know, they're all sedentary. <laughs> it's just funny, right? But the way through that is, it, it, it's not about, I'm not talking about people with weight problems and all that. I mean, we have people in our lives that, that have different issues and, and things. Right. I'm just talking about this insidious counterfeit culture. Uh, you know, in Isaiah 5, it talks about it, it, uh, woe to those or doom to those who call good evil and evil good. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, darkness, light and, and sweetness, bitter and all that. So God's showing the counterfeit nature that's going on. So people get pulled into that and they get worse and worse and worse. And they think sunshine's bad and, you know, protein's bad and fat is bad. And it, I'm just using these to help show that this isn't everything. Yeah. Um, so so the, the only way out of that is to live from the spirit. You have to learn how to do that. There, there's a fight involved. You got to come out of the, the, the weeds. So So what the Life Center... And fearless in particular, connected does is um, it, it, it helps people start out in the right place and then end in the right place. All right. So we, we take take the principles of, of discipleship or education or learning or mentoring or coaching or whatever you want to put into this. People have got to build their house on the rock. So the problem isn't I got to be good at business. Or I got to be religious and I got to learn a lot. And I got to be super theological and doctrinal. Mm. That's where the world kind of has been. Yeah, they want to polarize and, it. Yeah. And so instead, what we need is we need to understand why God made us, what, how he built us to function. And it's from the spirit up through our soul, out of our hands, and we bear fruit for God. So mm. people don't know that, then they get off track and they live in these kind of double lives and they get tossed about. So what we're doing is we're, we're doing the long haul here. We're teaching people first and foremost, how to, to get to that place where they really understand who they are and it's working, but it's hard and there's a heavy cost to it. And we're sacrificing. And, you know, even me and my wife are sacrificing things like vacations and owning our own home We've sacrificed this for years. It's not look at me. It's saying, look, look, we're, we're doing this because we care 
so much about this in the next generation. Yeah. So, so, but that's what Life Center does, and it's built on these initiatives. But we don't talk about it a lot because we don't have a big marketing budget or the time and all that. We need help because we need to tell the story. Mm-hmm. But, but all that said, these basic principles are in line, and you can walk people through them. But, but you start out here. You've got to learn who you are. You've got to learn who God is and who you are. And as you do, you start understanding how to step into who you are. And then we help you do it in whatever way we possibly can. And the more we grow, the more we'll, we'll have the opportunity to help more and more people instead of sitting on the wealth mm. where it's all concentrated in one place and some toxic mindset is over it. We will have people that are gifted in these areas and have the spirit of God living in them, you know, stewarding this so that it doesn't get concentrated, but it spreads out to carry out and forward God's kingdom. I don't want to 100 years look back, you know, it probably won't be here then. <laughs> That'll be past for going 20. <laughs> yeah, that's way past. But I don't want to be on that side or on that, that magical moment of, you know, I'm about to walk off into the grave or whatever and go, look, look what I preserved and stored up. And, oh, man. and look what I did. And I get to pass it on to a couple of people who aren't even spiritually mature. Or look what I got to do to change lives of many, many people. I got mm-hmm. to be that. Man, I'm, my, my papa's happy. And that's what I want. Yeah. So if that comes with some wealth, great. If it doesn't, that's all right. You know, but but that's my first, that's our first heart. And that's why we're not afraid to lose because we trust God for our provision. But we're going to get on with the work. So so the Life Center isn't a place yet. It, right now it's a process and it's about people. And I'm reading off my board. Those, as those people progress, then there will be place for it. Yes. So we don't go and build buildings and say, I hope they come. We build people, and through that, people build buildings and places, and and they output. They create things, and that's what the church should be. And I don't care what pastor wants to argue with me. I'll stand before any of them. But this is where the world is going. This is where God's leading people. Yes. And and it's it's exciting if you see it. If you don't, then you're going to hunker down and worry. Well, that's where the division happens. It's always been, you know, uh, this idea of uh, building the church, right? Like that's the book of Acts is building the church, but that was never the building. It was always building people. And we've justified building people by building buildings to build people. And we're just saying that we're building people first and then come what may. But you had sent me a text message yesterday, Kevin, that I wanted to read because it was just a very concise uh, thought regarding fearless. And you said, you know, we need to help others not think of us as just a coffee company or even as a coffee company. We need to help others think of Fearless as a brand that does trade and helps fund the kingdom through great homegrown products and partnerships. We are selling social good community and also quality products all to glorify the Lion of Judah. That's it. I thought that was just a great, concise thing. And it's funny, I was at Faith in Business yesterday, and you texted me that in the middle of it. 
And I shared it and they go, wait, will you repeat that? <laughs> and so I repeated it in front of everybody and they go, oh man, that's awesome. I didn't see it like that. So I just wanted yeah. to say that because that's, that's why it matters to have business as well as the ministry nonprofit. It's both. It is both. And it's, it's, it's teach a, teach a person to fish and feed them while they're learning. We're not a benevolence, homeless, feed the people ministry. We're not a ministry. We're not a business. We're a mission. And we have business and ministry. But we're not a church. We're not going to be one because we are the church. We are God's people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, anybody that knows me uh, knows that. But, but if you don't, and this is the first time you're hearing it, or if you hear Matt, you know, this is a good thing. It's, it's, it's not about trying to cause a chasm or disunify it. No, it's just stand up. Let's go. Let's get on with being the deployed church. But the work of the church isn't to build more churches. The work of the church is to forward the kingdom. That's God's domain. And it's here on earth. We're the inferior side of it. Right. But, but, but we have eternity for the, for the, superior side of it but anyway the the uh, i'm just going to go through real quick we'll, we'll take the last uh you know i know we're going along today but we'll take the last few minutes and and we'll go through these very quick initiatives right and then we'll give you a scenario of how this kind of works um and we'll come back and talk about it more too so i think maybe that's a good way to end today. Yeah. uh okay so and again i'm I don't, uh, let me see if I can pull it up on my phone. It's a little closer than my whiteboard, but basically the Life Center is right now, it is a nonprofit organization and we, we receive funds in, in a variety of ways. Uh, um, you, you know, we, we offer services and we help people, it, but in, you know, what they do is they, they gift uh, and donate and all that. So we, we don't sell anything. We got to be careful with that. But uh, we do um, we do offer and help people. We volunteer this. So, um, but but it's built on uh, principles, and so those principles uh, or or initiatives, and we may have a bunch more eventually. But we started out with we have the PDI, our Personal Development Initiative, and that is a mentoring, coaching, counseling initiative to help uncover. Uh, excuse me, and look. This is also the non-sort of religious uh, definition because you've got IRS and all kinds of people to deal with. So we have to keep this in a way that, 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 that it, it can translate out. So just hear me out, all right? The heart of Christ is underneath it all. All right, so the, the, the personal development initiative is basically we're going to disciple people. But most people don't know what that is. So, so we teach people, right? But it's mentoring, coaching, counseling initiative to help empower individuals to discover, develop, and to engage their unique human potential, right? So that's one thing. And I don't want to spend too much time on this, but the, then there's the passion provision initiative. And that is a charitable, charitable assistance initiative that provides individuals assistance with physical, social, economic, and educational needs to help eliminate specific obstacles to their personal development. So just those two things right there, we've been operating in for what, four years or however long we've been yeah. doing this. 2018. Yeah. This stuff is happening. It's not theory. It's not one day in buildings and, oh, well, we're going to help out, but we don't see any buildings. So we're going to go take and dump back into the, the local wherever church for, for more, you know, whatever 
crap they're spewing out. Um, so, you know, that's me. That's me, guys, not Matt. <laughs> I'm saying it. Uh, the next thing is the tips. This is so good. This is such a beautiful thing. People, well, tips, you know, why would I donate so you can go tip people? You don't understand. We're transforming the world of servers around us. Where are the front lines of people? Where are the single moms? Where are the college kids? Where are the people that we need to reach? Well, guess what? They're serving others. They're working in restaurants and coffee shops and places. And, you know, we've got to reach them. How do we reach them? Well, it's not by taking a Bible in there and beating them over the head with it. It's by saying, God's thinking about you, or especially those who are doing a good job. So, so we're, we care. So part of a small portion of what comes in um, through fearless, through donations, through mentoring, whatever, goes right to this place where we can go in and we can change the lives of servers by blessing them and bringing God into it and just letting them know how important they are to him. It's brief. But people, <laughs> they are seeing Jesus in action. Mm-hmm. It's so powerful. But it's one of the reasons, you know, kind of wherever we go, people go, oh, wow, you know, you're real. You guys are real. You really are like Jesus. Well, we're not him, but we do get to carry him into that environment. So what does it look like? It doesn't look like preaching. It looks like being kind and loving people and lifting them up in his name. All right. So the TIPS program is a strategic benevolence initiative. Uh, it stands for Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Initiative for Industrious People in Service. All right. Again, we've been doing this for years now. This is not new. So uh, it's, a, it's a starting line benevolence initiative uh, targeted toward those in need who diligently serve others within the community service industries. All right. So that's and I know this has taken a minute, but uh, but uh, th- there's one more initiative, and this is the Fearless Brand Resource Initiative. Okay, this is about community and, and building a business resource hub for, for people to be a part of. This is not fearless as a company. This is the initiative within the Life Center. So uh, there's a lot to it, but it's the development of a brand to finance and form, uh, to, to finance and form a business and education resource hub to provide individuals with community business opportunities, education opportunities, trade and skill development, and services through our network of business leaders, social entrepreneurs, charities, et cetera. It goes on. All right. So you take these four initiatives and you can, you can take a person and walk them through the whole thing. Mm -hmm. That's what's happening. So when someone, the ideal person that is being coached or mentored or counseled or what is really happening is discipleship. The ideal person will go through that whole process. They will come out on the other side. They will know who they are. And if they want to start a business or if they want to do something, they may just want to go be an employee somewhere. Awesome. What is the biggest need of businesses right now? Especially Great small employees. Business? Yeah. So we're going to turn out awesome people who will be fantastic employees. But we're also going to turn out new business and industries. We're going to help people go do it. They'll have their own autonomy. But they'll remember to pour back into a system that is helping set free other people. And that's the difference. You know, some people don't remember. They just walk away like they weren't helped. Yeah. But the right people do. And, mm. and that's what's really important. So, so when you think about this, this is a process. Everybody enters in at the same spot. 
but they may they may go a different direction ultimately. But the bottom line, the litmus is, are you free? What else can we do to help set you free? So if you take, uh, for instance, uh, the idea of, a, you know, the single mom who knows how to solve the hurricane problem, which is our kind of pet thing, you know, just because that'd be great. But she's working at three places. She's serving in three restaurants or, or you know, whatever. So we may reach her with the tips program. You know, we may have a $30 meal, but on Life Center gives her a $200 tip just to bless her and let her know that she's that God's thinking about her. That person now recognizes these people are different mm. and we're consistent. All right. So now what happens? She she wants to know more and we mean it. We mean it. We're living it. Right. So it's not there's no agenda. It's real. So then maybe that person says, well, well, help me. So we will mentor them if they got the money. Great. Or maybe some somebody over here is willing to help sponsor that. Yeah. That'd be nice. That'd be nice if they do that. Mm-hmm. But most people, because we they don't know that they don't do that. They just think about oh, Kevin's time is worth X instead of realizing that this person right here, if you help them, it's going to help so many others. All right. So that person comes in. They get mentored. They begin to step into who they are. This particular person may have a genius for understanding weather and all that stuff. I, I say that. That's a big old thing, right? But if we free her eventually to step into the research and all that, we get her computer, we get her education, whatever she needs, gradually, then that person can be free to go solve the problem that God put her here. The enemy does not want that to happen. So it keeps her in this bondage. So that's what we do. We set that person free and we stand with them the entire time, so long as they're willing and they want to help the whole and put back in when they can. All right. So now here's another quick example of this. Uh, this is, we have so many examples of this to share. We're going to create marketing tools to help people see it. But, you know, just one, one is uh, a fellow, you know, I've been working with him for a couple of years. He's a, a beautiful soul and a, a good friend, but you know, he was living a lifestyle, which I think was mostly after, you know, kind of a peripheral, uh, you know, I need to, to, to get wealthy so I can be free. And, you know, I understand that. But anyway, it's taken him a couple of years. Well, he's finally gotten to a place where he understands, dude, I'm, I got a genius over here uh, for woodworking. And uh, I mean, it, it, just the way his mind works and all that, it's great. I, I, I wanted to do so much more, but he's taken those steps and he's broken through fear. And now he's gone from a willing heart where it's just about me and my desires, which is really important to start. You have to understand your desires, but he's gotten to a point now where he says, you know what? I'm here to give. He's come into being a wise heart. So he's had some real breakthroughs. Well, he's, he's got lots of genius in him, but one area is woodworking. So it's a long story, but I'm trying to keep it as short as possible. Well, he did something for Life Center the other day that was very selfless, um, and and he he was able to really keep our costs down on building a bunch of wood boxes that we needed for our gift boxes for Fearless. So so all that said is is he you know he said I well I was worried about uh, the the profit on it you know the the enemy was freaking me out about it a little bit so I just punched him in the face and I said forget the profit I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give that to the Life Center. Hmm. All right. So then what happens? That profit goes right into the tip program. 
And then it goes right into the coffee shop where I go regularly and work with people. These people know what I'm doing. They see me working with them. They know, they see Bibles. They know who I am. They treat me very well. But that particular prophet went into one cup of coffee and, and, and a, a, an enormous tip that, that raised the morale of the whole business for that day. Mm. And those people were coming out going, wow, thank you. No one's ever done that for us before. Thank you. All right. So what happened? You see the Life Center working in action. It doesn't mean everybody doesn't need to take profit. It's about the heart. It's about freeing people. So you've got a guy who learns who he is, takes a couple years. Now he knows. Now he's doing the thing he loves. Now God's starting to provide for it. And he's fighting back by, by saying, you know what? I'm going to give. And he gives. And that generosity ends up changing another business over here. So all these lives are touched. Mm. All right. So, so what Fearless does is Fearless provides a, a business opportunity for people that are creating products, really good stuff. You, you can't be junk and crap. It has to be real to, to output that. We also are partnering with local businesses who already exist and saying, are you a fearless business? And if you are, we're going to stand behind you. Yeah. But you have to stand behind our mm-hmm. mission. You have to you have to be supportive of our mission and it works together. Yeah. So that's that's a lot. But I just wanted to paint that picture. Our goal is to get people to build their house on the rock spiritually, to know who they are and then go do it. And we're going to stand behind you while you do it. Mm. That's what happens between Life Center and now Fearless. Fearless is not some business we're trying to build. It's part of the mission. Yes, it's a brand, and it's meant to honor the Lion of Judah, which is Jesus. He's the fearless one. We are the fearless ones who follow Him. Yeah, and we'll do it no matter who's in or out, because we got work to do. Amen, Kev. I really appreciate you taking the time to go through that for for those who listen. That is the heartbeat uh, and the mission that we have actively engaged in, and over the last you know, five or six years and the different iterations, you know, come what may through, through the high seas and low seas. And, and here we are at a moment where we're kind of at a, uh, um, uh, an inflection point, if you will, where, you know, we have so much good that is happening and the opportunity to do so much more good. It's just a moment for people to step in for people who are waking up, for people who are being benefited, uh, you know, by this work, for people who want to pour into something fresh, for people who are innovative and have business ideas, who want to step in, who are kingdom-minded people, for the, you know, the the churchy remnant word, it floats around a lot, but sincerely, for remnant-hearted people who are ready to step into this culture, like, we're here, this is our moment. Let's stand up together. And I mean, for those who are at Faith and Business this week, dude, I got emotional this this month for some. I I started weeping in the middle of Faith and Business. And I and it was the sincerest place of just saying, come on, guys, like it's time now or never. Like we have to stand up, like you said a couple of weeks ago, or we are going to lose the next generation. You know, depression, despair, anxiety, suicide, fear. Just all of this stuff, conformity is at, is at an all-time high right now. But right. that is the greatest moment and opportunity that we have to truly help wake people up and to begin right. transforming the world right now for the kingdom. 
And so well, that's, that's what well, we're doing. Let, let me add one little thing. I know we both got to get here, but uh, we're already doing it. We're not waiting on, you know, people right. to pour in, you know, uh, we work for people in a way and they kind of pay for it. But what they're really doing is donating. But we need more than that. We need you to pour in like you do down at your local church because this is changing lives. And I would suggest that that isn't. If you can say it is and you, you've led to do it, then do it. We don't want to interrupt that. But just even this weekend, you know, we're, we're starting Fearless Farm. We don't have the land, but we're starting it. We're starting it in the backyard somebody who's willing to, 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 to start it. So we're getting seed. We're getting a wheelbarrow. We're getting dirt. The Life Center's paying for that to start this thing. So people can laugh and go, yeah, you just got a garden. I don't care. That's Fearless Farm. Amen. And we're going to start right there. And one day it'll be hundreds of acres. But right now we're starting. And from that, we're going to get our hot sauce and all the things. This is a long-term view. Yes. You've got to think generationally and you got to pour in, but that's what you're pouring into. And if you're not doing it, then you're missing an opportunity to do something that is absolutely innovative and unheard of. So anyway, that's yeah. uh, just get excited. You know? Yeah, but uh, it is. It is good, man. Well, thank you for for pouring out. And, and again, friends, for those who tuned in and, and stayed with us today, I know we went a little bit longer than normal. But, you know, really, this the second part of the last 20 or 30 minutes has just been about pouring out the mission of Life Center and Fearless, how they work together. Um, and, and so thank you guys for taking the time to, to dive into that. Kevin, any final thoughts before we close? Yeah, just just remember that when you're when you're buying Fearless products, it's going somewhere. And yeah. it's, it's helping a lot of people. And just think of it that way and help us get the word out. We're going to give you more tools eventually, but uh, just just keep sticking with us. And, and uh, you know, we're here to encourage you and help you as well, not, not just uh, receive from you. All yeah. right. But God bless everybody. And thanks for taking extra time to listen today. Absolutely, guys. Sit with this question. Is your life... Uh, as a, are you living your life as a mission or as an ongoing act of self-preservation? I mean, that is the heartbeat of today's show. You can either jump in and get busy with the mission, or you can, you know, continue to hoard up and, 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 and hang on to in fear. And, you know, ultimately we have the example of Christ who was nothing about preservation and everything about becoming the mission. So uh, thanks everybody. Thanks Kev for pouring in, man. Much love to you guys. Uh, we'll be around if you need us. Uh, fearlesstradingcompany.com uh, or info at uprint.life for more. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in the Fearless Ones podcast. We'll see you next week.